This is the MLW Radio Network. Due to the graphic nature of this program, listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Front Row Material! With Jerry Lynn! Do I have camel toe? And Mikey Whiprack! Should I go get my dog? We can hear him lick his dog ball. <laughs> Here's your host, Mike Freeland. So, what do we have to do here for for Jerry? Is he just getting off the phone and then getting back on the computer, or what? I think so. Okay, so I don't have to disconnect this call, right? I don't think so, because he left the call. So we'll see if he he knows how to get back on here. If we don't, if we don't ring him, oh, there he is. So you know, I'm I'm impressed that you figured that out. <laughs> I've come a long way. I didn't know way. if it wasn't ringing what you were going to do. I've come a long way, thanks to you, Mikey. I've come a long way as well. Wait a minute. <laughs> what are you talking about? That's scary. I'm talking about uh, I've lost weight. Oh, yes, you have. That's awesome. I've hit the big 2-9. Congratulations. Dang. 29 pounds, that brother. Is That's awesome. huge. Yes. I'm now less huge. You know how heavy that is? That's like one of those big bags of dog food. That's incredible. Jerry, I was a fat fuck, and I'm still fat. Well, you know what? The secret is stay consistent. Well, the thing is, see, I set my goals to 25 pounds first. Well, first it was 10 pounds. Well, yeah, you got to make them realistic goals. Yeah. So I, so instead of saying, fuck, I want to drop 62 pounds, you right. say, no, I got to drop 10 pounds. Yeah. And then this. So now my next goal is to hit 217 because that's the weight I met my wife at. Back in 2007. Ooh. Brown, chicka, brown, brown. And I was actually nice. pretty light. That, not that I, was, I wasn't light, but I think I was under my ECW weight at that point. Really? I think so. Wow. That's awesome. I was hovering around the 225 mark in ECW. I hit it, I hit it well. Do you know, I have never hit 200 pounds in my life. And oh, I tried. Yourself, I Jerry, tried. Skinny little bastard. No, I, I wasn't trying to rub anything in. I was. I tried to hit 200 pounds, especially early in my career, because back then it was the land of the giants. And yeah. So you know, I was. I'd go to Old Country Buffet, and I would force myself to eat three plates of food. I was, you know, of course, hitting the gas pretty hard. Until one day, when I pissed blood in the toilet, I said, "Okay, that's enough of that." Yeah. But I get enough gas just going to Old Country Buffet. <laughs> Put them. <laughs> I've never been there. It's just oh, all you can eat. It's buffet. interesting. I'm going to avoid that place like the plague now. Yes. Avoid. You should go there and just get something, just get something basic and just people oh, no, watch. That's, it's it is gross. the most fucked up it's place gross. in the world. I'm here for the salad. It is. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> You know what? Those it's like people of Walmart. Some salad but with bars food. you can get full on. Oh, I can get especially the ones what? with rice pudding. Oh, <laughs> you're not supposed to eat the pudding of <laughs> the salad bar. It was included, especially if you got the diabetes. Hi, I'm Wilford Brimley, and I have diabetes. It hurts me to pee, and it causes me to be short with my family. I can't sleep at night. The other day, I stubbed my toe and took it out on the dog. And two weeks ago, I ran out of vanilla ice cream and struck my wife. And then I find out my wife's been dead for six years. Who the hell did I hit? This message brought to you by the National Diabetes Association. <laughs> <laughs> my next ice <high> spot. 
Hold on a second. That's a good question. Why do they have pudding, chocolate pudding, on a salad bar? What? What? what I'm not quite sure what the the thought process is behind know. for that. fat people like me. You know what's really insulting? I used to have a membership at Planet Fitness, and they would have like free pizza Tuesday nights or something. And then on certain days they'd have free donuts at like eleven in the morning. It's like really. Tell the exactly. membership. That's like an well, insult. You see, Tony Neese, the fucking prick. He fucking puts pictures of himself on Instagram eating a full pint of fucking Ben and Jerry. Are you serious? Yeah, I'm like. Oh, dick. I used to love him. Now I. Th- I remember when he was thirty fucking pounds. He was like a fucking toothpick. He's got some great genetics, I tell you. And absolutely. 100% clean. Really? Yep, and, 100%. And every time I saw him, I wanted him to sweat on me so I could absorb some of that stuff. No, it's... He's clean. It's fucking crazy, but I, is, I know he is. man. He, and he's yep. always, he's, every time I've seen him, he's looked like a million bucks. I said, I can't wait till you hit 40, you fat fuck. <laughs> he's, a, he's a closet fan. It'll probably take him 55 before he starts slowing down. If he slows down at you know, all. Right. It's interesting you guys mentioned, you know, people who, and even yourself, Jerry, who can eat a lot and not really gain weight. Now, I don't want to fucking talk about them. Can, can we, I don't want to talk about them. Can we do an open? You forget. Wait a minute. Since when do you oh, want an yeah. open? <laughs> since we're talking about people who can't gain weight. Can I we can. Well, since I hit my 40s and now I'm in my 50s, oh, I can gain weight. Hit that two hundred. I got a bunch of fucking Girl Scout cookies here. We but can tonight eat. was I'm awesome. Staring at them now. Tonight we went. You know, it's been a rough last week and a half. So tonight we went to this place called Buster's in Murfreesboro, and they have the best burgers in Murfreesboro. It's amazing. So we had burgers and some chili fries and a couple beers. It was great, perfect. And then you guys were calling me. You ready to start early tonight? And I'm like, no. And I'm thinking to myself, since when does he go out? Right. <laughs> Needed it though, man. No, you did. You definitely. And poor did. Mike, he sends me a text. Hey, are you able to start a little earlier this evening? And Pam says, "Send him the middle finger emoji." <laughs> so <I did. laughs> and he comes back with, "Huh?" He says, "F me." And I said, "Are you hard of hearing?" <laughs> and he says, "I'm confused." <laughs> I had no idea. I I heard. I, Jerry Lynn and I have a wonderful relationship, and all of a sudden, he's telling me to go fuck myself when I just asked him a basic question. Hey, Jerry, you want to start early today? Middle finger. And I'm thinking, oh, uh, okay, maybe that was a bad idea. You know, you know. Man, I'm confused. I, I, said, can, I said to him very bluntly, could you do this early? Yeah. <laughs> and he replied to me, I'm not home on my second beer. And, of course, I replied, well, get home. Yeah. Wow, you right. make a demand. I ask a question and what? I get cheeky, baby. I'm like, what the fuck one, is this? Though. He's trying so to humble me. Had had it. She says, send up the middle finger remote. She already was laying <laughs> into me on the way there. We're driving down the road, and on the right hand side of the road, this little strip mall is one of those massage places. You know, the very uh, discreet ones Sniffers where row. it just says massage. And I don't, and I'm just driving along and I go, man, I really need a foot massage. She goes, you need a punch massage. And I go, punch massage? I go, what is that? She goes, you want to find out? And I'm like, no. <laughs> That's like the hockey punch times 100. Yeah, exactly. I'd be in the hospital. I'd be in the ICU. 
Holy shit. Damn. Well, should we do an opening? <laughs> Indeed. We should do an Indeed. opening. Yeah. I'm done fucking myself, so here we go. <laughs> that was a quickie. <laughs> like I said, he's, he's there for a good time, not a long time. <laughs> not a long time. That's right. Welcome to another episode of Front Row Material. My name is Mike Freeland. I am joined by the two ECW legends, Mr. Mikey Whipwreck and Jerry Lynn. Gentlemen, how oh, are you doing? Oh, wait a minute. Hold on. I got a phone call. Hold on. Hello? Phone call. Yeah? He is totally fucking right it's now. It's too late. No, I already interrupted him. Nope. <laughs> yeah. Okay, bye. <laughs> That was my wife telling you to go fuck yourself. What? <laughs> oh, I get that one done. It's fantastic. Right over my head. Over your head and, and picking up your camera sp- privileges and- are gone. Oh, jeez. Over your head and picking up speed. Yes. <sighs> that was good. Well, here we are. Yeah, we're back. All right. We're back. So where do we start? This is, uh, <clears throat> is this week two? On MLW? Is this, is this week two now? No, this is week three. This is week three. Wow, that's gone fast, hasn't Time it? Flies. Man. Time flies. Lot- you're fucking miserable. <laughs> so glad we're starting out so so happy and positive. So I am we- over these Girl Scout cookies. Well, March 10th cannot come soon enough. How much? Then they're fucking out of here. How much money have they made? She's, she's keeping the books on all this, right? Keeping the books. She's got this down to the penny. Even though there are no pennies because technically they're $4 a box. You don't really have. No, wait, is she in charge of the whole troop of your whole? Oh, yeah. Oh, Lord. Oh, yeah. She's the cookie lady. Oh, that's a lot of cookies. She has a sticker on the back of the car. Troop, uh, whatever the fuck the troop member is. Wow. Cookie dealer. So, uh, Didn't Shelly like Long fucking drug pusher? <laughs> they are addictive. <laughs> so, they how are. many different yeah. locations does that troop hit? Four. That's it. Yeah, because you, you. Well, there's other troops that are in our area. Oh. That so, th- so there's like troop heat. Like there's like well Uh-oh. this one was at Lowe's this week, next week they want to be at Lowe's but they're going to get Lowe's, so they're going to get stuck at fucking Walmart. In a shitty location of Walmart. So it's, it's, there's cookie heat. This is like the Bloods and the Crips <laughs> fighting over territory. It wow. is. There's cookie heat. Well, okay. So this past weekend, Mike, I'm, I'm banning everybody. You've, you've already, you, you've taken your bitterness to a new level, but it's, it's, it's understandable. You banned, you banned two people. I ba- Not yep. banned. What do you call them? Blocked. Blocked. Yeah. Same thing. Banned. <laughs> I, I can't believe it. You call you if if you call me fat in a a mean way, right? You know that's 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 it. Like when someone called you a broken down fat fuck, blocked, blocked, blocked. Is there a Any friendly way of calling you that? Yeah, chunky. Oh, oh, that's true. Chunky Mackey. But when you that's, say fat fuck. Yeah, that's pretty bad. Like that, that's that's pretty fucking offensive. That is. 
block. So we appreciate all of our listeners. We do. We appreciate all the banter all that we have back and forth. Not all of them. Not all of them. No, 99.9% of them. Oh my gosh. And there's eh. that small percentage. Man, eh, 98. God, I saw that on Twitter. I thought, well, oh, we, only, we only have 100 listeners. I fucking blocked two of them. So we're already down to 98%. <laughs> wow. Jerry, have you blocked anybody from Twitter since you've been on? No, and I don't even think I would know how to. Well, Has anybody someone, ever someone said called, anything? Someone that's... calls you a fat fuck. I guess the, then you'll, you'll learn how to okay, block. Okay, right I'll learn real fast. Huh? That's right. The crank level is high today. I'm a cranky fuck today. I can tell. Because I really want fucking Girl Scout cookies. There's hundreds of boxes looking at me right now. My my two year olds had the flu, so he's been fucking out of whack for two days. <sighs> You've been told you look like Brock Lesnar on Twitter. You you never really mentioned how you felt about that. I uh, you think I read these things? <laughs> <laughs> I just hit, I just hit the, I just hit the like button. Good, good, good. Oh, fat fuck blocked. Blocked. Good, good. Retweet this. Yeah. Like man, see that's, this that's why the, the, see that's why the heart thing is a little bit, eh, it's a little misleading. It's a little bit misleading. It means that you love it, but what happens if you don't love it? <laughs> that's what I mean. Like <clears throat> there should be like Facebook, like a like button, like a thumbs up or something, like a thumbs up. There should be like a middle finger. Go fuck yourself. I don't see what's wrong with that. Well, it's your it's what, your Twitter feed. If you want to tell someone to go fuck themselves with an emoji, right? Or a little icon that Twitter provides. I, I see nothing wrong with that. If you would have told me somebody on this podcast would have sent me a fuck you middle finger emoji, it would not have been. The first person would not have been Jerry Lynn. I can honest to God tell you that. I would have had two people to pick from and it would have been It Jerry. was my wife's idea. <clears throat> oh, okay. Just like That's when cool. She said, Throw her under the bus. When you guys asked me to put pillows around the microphone so it wouldn't echo, she says, put up a pillow that's the shape of a middle finger. <laughs> It's like, oh, she, she, I she's, see. She's stiff. This, right. this is the lady that wants me to move to Manchester? Yes. Fuck that. <laughs> I'll move to Manchester, England before I move down there. I think she already knows she'd get along great with Angel. She probably would. I, yeah, I know they would. You know why? Why? It's a, it's a breast. It would be a breast. A breast. I just breast. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> wow. <laughs> it was at lisp again. <laughs> It would be a, a breath of fresh air. <laughs> so, so, never mind. Never mind. Yes. I'll leave that one alone. I was gonna try to, I was gonna try to say something nice and it just completely got turned around. We know it's so, man. Much like my Mike much like Mike Freeland, I'm gonna go fuck myself now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised, Jerry, you haven't gotten anybody on well, maybe not. Gotten maybe what? not surprised. You're a generally really likable person, but no one's ever said anything that you've been kind of like, eh, I'm not really digging that. Yeah, but I just ignore it. Well, so if somebody was like, hey, old man, you know, I saw you, hey, hey, uh, Gimpy, would, would that set you off or probably not? Oh, I'd probably come up with something to say to rib myself. And I've done that before. You never tee off on somebody? No. I'll just rib myself. I just block or, or, Normally, I rib myself too. I'm, I'm very, I'm very good at playing off of myself. Yeah, me too. I'm very good at playing with. Wait, let me rephrase that. <laughs> playing with myself. <laughs> oh, you're good at that too. Um, 
That's why I need readers. No, uh, <laughs> no, I just, you know, if it's something that's with just. The, with the maximum uh, magnification. No, there's still hope for me. I'm still 1.25. Jerry's okay. on the pills this, this week. I'm what? Are you on the pills this no. week? No. He's had, he's had a couple cocktails. No, he's feeling really? loosey goosey and fancy fruit. Come on. Two beers. Yeah, but for lightweight, you're like yourself. You know, you're under two under two hundred pounder. Oh. <laughs> and so duels for Jerry. No, even when I was I don't even know what I weigh right now. But uh in my drinking days. It, oh, you could put him oh, away. If you ever see Scott Demore, ask him about the time in Windsor he tried to get me drunk. He got so mad because he couldn't get me drunk. He even jumped behind the bar and started making my drinks for me. And on the way out, I just barely bumped into the door frame. And he goes, aha, see, you're drunk. I said, no, I'm not. But he was getting hot because he couldn't get me drunk. But then at that night, I realized, I go, maybe I better give my liver a break. <laughs> maybe. Yeah, you you are not a cheap date. <laughs> no, I wasn't. <laughs> Jesus. Because I always love my top shelf Mac Daddy margaritas. You did love the margarita. But I always would start with the uh the Tangeray tonic and a shot of Sambuca. T- Tangeray and tonic is the equivalent of chain wrestling. <laughs> How's that? And then the How's that? And then these the Sambuca's being at the high spot. I don't know. And then the and then the uh, margaritas were the uh, the uh, the finish. No. Yeah. I, I wasn't one who could drink the same drink all night. I'd always have to have something different because I get tired of the same thing all night. But that was years that's ago. You drink them, that's because that's you drink them too slow. Oh, no. Hey, Jerry. In WCW, had you ever been at the bar with Rick? Rick who? Flair. No. Well... Probably the night at that P- dueling piano bar when the whole company was there, but I he was in a different part of the bar, so I didn't see him. Well, there's a story that he's a big fan of the kamikaze, and he ordered like 50 kamikazes, and he was going to do like 10 or 15 of them on his own. And he just— That's it? He just—and just one after another, one after another. <laughs> must, must have been taking the night off. So— <laughs> Penzer tells the story about how he had uh, he'd done them, and then he just threw down some money and walked away, and people were like, oh, my God, how did he do this? You know, so later they found out that he told the bar to make his virgin, and uh, everyone else was just straight pissed drunk off their ass, but Rick just walked out looking like a superstar, back up to his room. Nice. I stole so, that one night. I can't remember the company or where it was. I wish I could. But I, everyone was going out. And after the show was still at the building, everyone was ribbing me because I had like a six o'clock flight. So every, all the guys were ribbing me saying, we're going to get you trash tonight. We're, you're going to be so drunk. And so I beat everyone to the bar. And I tipped the bartender and the waitress. And I told them, I said, we're all going to be doing shots of Sambuca tonight. And I said, I want mine to be water. And I know some, one of the boys will probably hear this, I hope, but, and they'll probably give me a hard time about it. But so all night long, they were ordering trays of Sambuca and mine would be a water. And all these guys who all night long were threatening to get me so drunk 
<laughs> the next day when I got home, uh, I called one of the, or I can't remember if I called one of the guys or they called me saying so many of the boys were just so sick and throwing up and I was just dying laughing, but I never smartened ever anyone up to it. So they'll probably hear this now and word will get around. And But uh, this is great. it was awesome. It worked like a Jerry the river. Oh, you should have seen me sell those shots of water, too. I was selling it. <laughs> <laughs> the, the sourpuss face and everything. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And you do the big, oh. you know. <laughs> so back in the day in ECW, if there was going to be a drinking contest between two people, who, who would you match against each other? Oh, word. Well, Hack. Yeah. But Hack and New Jack. Could New Jack hang with Hack? Well, you, me, and New Jack all together could hang. Yeah. <laughs> but, you because know, Hack, oh my God. <clears throat> I don't think anyone could compete with him back in the day. He was even conscious for half of the drinking, right? Oh, three fourths of it. Good God. That still surprises me. How are you able to still. Just muscle memory at that point? Practice. You'd have to build up. He's, he's still drunk from 97. <laughs> he's still pickled. you got to build up a high tolerance. You guys have obviously heard the, uh, the Sandman Newbane story, right? No. So there was a – Tommy Dreamer tells the story where there was no Paul Heyman one night, and they were at a show, I don't know, upstate New York, and he was running it. And a lot of guys were late. So I guess Sabu was late. Fonzie was late. Rhino was late. Uh, Sandman was late. Uh, so they were all riding together. And evidently, as the story goes, Sandman OD'd on Newbane. And he's just, he's out in the car. So they pull the car over on the side of the road at, at a rest stop. And they give all of the drugs to Fonzie. And thank you, daddy. <laughs> and the thought process was he's dead. If they find all these drugs, there's going to be an investigation. So they, they clean the car out of the drugs, give them to Fonzie, leave him there, drive to the hospital, drop Sandman off. And they say, hey, we found this guy. I think he needs help. And then they leave. <sighs> yeah. So I, they get to the building. And Rhino is just, he's beside himself. And he comes up to Tommy and says, oh, God, I, I, I got to talk to you. So they go back into a corner and they start talking. And Tommy says, what's wrong? Why are you so upset? And Rhino's just visibly upset. He's flipping tables. And he goes, and, and, and Sandman's dead and this and that. And <laughs> Tommy goes, what? You, I thought you guys were just late. And Rhino goes, I, I just can't ride with these guys anymore. I can't take this anymore. And he goes, you can't imagine how I felt thinking that the guys were late, then they show up, and now Sandman's dead. So, make a long story short, all of a sudden, in pops Sandman, not too long after that, and he goes, I'm ready to go. <laughs> they stabbed me in the heart with adrenaline. And evidently he goes, and they put these IVs in me, and he ripped them out, and he goes, I'm ready to go. So... <laughs> Sandman died, went to the hospital, got his heart injected, 
with adrenaline, comes back that night and performs. That was ECW. That's insane. That's absolutely insane. I mean, how do you even get cleared to leave the hospital after you have to be brought back? <laughs> I'm good. Oh, my. And the, and, and the funny thing about that story was, as Tommy's telling it, he goes, and the thought process, the first thing they think about is let's get the drugs out of the car instead of let's get this man some medical treatment. You know what I mean? Oh, my or God. Or how about we let them know what might be in his system? Oh, my God. That happened with, remember that big, was he German, Ockham Albrecht, the big German bodybuilder, Mikey? Yes. That yep. happened with him. He started going Rockets. into convulsions. Yeah. They called the ambulance. And before they got there, everyone's emptying all the drugs out of his bag. Wow. And this guy was as big as a house. And who knows what all was in his bag. But I thought, shouldn't we let the paramedics know what is in his system? <laughs> you know, but it, it, it might help. Yeah. God damn. Yeah, and, and Sandman goes on. He did this. Uh, he did a shoot interview, and he said, "I should have been dead at least three or four times. I'm surprised I've made it this far." And it's it's crazy. It's crazy just to think how you know people can can, can tolerate so much, and their body just keeps going. Like the the story of Scott Hall. Does that not really just surprise you? How much he had put himself through, and and now that we know the story of him, how his body just never quit. I'm I'm blown away, surprised by that. There's there's many 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 stories like that in pro wrestling. A lot, and then you know we figure music too. I mean, look oh, at Keith yeah. Richards. Yeah, fuck, look at Ozzy still going. He's going to die to the flu. <laughs> Gosh, Mikey, you have any near death experiences? Uh, not for that reason. Oh, okay. I don't think I've I don't think I've had any. Hmm. Nothing. No, I've I no, I've had none. So, in regards to the Sandman story, in just in your opinion, not saying to name any names or anything to that nature, but how prevalent was Newbane? Was that something that was pretty common that was being used? Because it's a painkiller, just for everyone who's not familiar with it. And obviously, is that the fucking horse thing? Well, that's Special K, the horse tranquilizer. I thought that was a serial. Nubane is something that uh, a lot of power lifters use to uh, still work out through the through injuries. But uh, no, near uh, not right away, but near, I don't know, probably the last couple of years it seemed to catch on. Wow. And I'm not going like to say who, but I was talking to someone, and they're standing. I may have told you guys a story before. They're standing there, and they're all glossy-eyed. And wobbling a little bit, and we're talking, and all of a sudden he goes, what match is on? And so I look at the lineup, and I tell him what's on, and he says, oh, I better go do some coke so I can kick out of this new bane in time for my match. And he did, and he went out and tore the house down. Wow. It was crazy. Holy cow. Yeah, that was unfortunately pretty prevalent at one point. Like, what, 97, 98? No, a little later. It, well, maybe. See, I knew about it before I left for WCW. I okay, was, yeah. With pretty big yeah. with one group at least. That's insane! Wow. But I remember I remember the soma thing. Oh God! It was that was 
Jesus Christ. Uh, that was just fucking crazy. That I never understood. It's like, how can losing all your control of your body be a good time? I never understood that because you'd see guys <laughs> walking down the hallway, hanging onto the walls, doing the bit, what I call the baby walk. Yep. It's like they were learning how to walk all over again. I'm like, how is that fun? In, in this, I mean, we, we found out with, with the Somas when I was over in the UK with Sabu and Van Damme when Luis Piccoli passed away with the Somas and everything else. And I think that's when Rob stopped taking, yeah. taking them all together. That's the reason. And he quit cold turkey. That's yep. the reason was when Louis that, died, he's, he was done. I mean, he was fucking devastated. Yeah. That was, that was a rough trip. Man, just looking, but, looking back at all the guys who, you know, are no longer with us here due to, you know, just painkillers, you know, and, and, and these are exactly that just to treat injuries and whatnot. Do you know anybody who went through a hell of a lot of beatings and just never, never self-medicated anything to that nature. I wouldn't think Terry Funk would self-medicate. I mean, even though he put his body through hell. I don't. Well, you know, there's self-medicating and then there's a lot of the guys were partying on it. Right. Right. It wasn't just self-medicating and getting addicted. There's just a lot of people would party on them. Right. And plus, you know, if you, Take a pain pill and then you drink on it. That increases the the effect twenty times. Wow, that's that's what I say. When, when my body was hurting so bad at one point, two Viking and a beer, man, and I was <laughs> I was good to go. Get through that match. Wow. Well, yeah, just like when I fractured my pelvic bone, it was at first it was. One Vike before a match. And then after a week, it was like two Vikes before a match. But I wasn't doing it to party on. I was doing it just to get through and be able to work. And I think but when, it, when it got to be two and it wasn't coming up to pain, then I knew something was wrong. Well, let me ask you guys this. Would you start to build up a tolerance? I mean, obviously, it, that, that makes sense with, with anything you use. Would you build up a tolerance to the point where it just it wasn't effective? Yeah. Yes, with with <laughs> yeah. muscle relaxers and pain pills, it doesn't take a very long time to build up a tolerance. It would just no, take it happens it happens before you do oh, yeah, it. It only takes a week and a half, couple of weeks and you're already needing an extra one. So you got to really be yeah. careful even like this last surgery. They had me, you know, they were coming in every 2 hours, 2 to 4 hours and doping me up and I was getting so sick, the minute I got home I stopped taking them. But you know, it was probably a good thing that they were giving me that many because if I wasn't getting sick, who knows? Maybe I'd still take one if I needed it. But I've, you know, I've seen so many people die from them. I'm very careful with them. And I've had, you know, this is my sixth surgery. So I'm always very careful with the painkillers and stuff. So obviously it's, it's a gradual process. You know, first you'll take this and then obviously that'll not be quite enough. Then you'll take this, and that's not quite enough. So right, and the thing is, it doesn't take very long. Wow. I remember listening to a couple different wrestlers talking about, and I mentioned this before, the totem poles, and we kind of mentioned, you know, those were Xanax. How was that pretty prevalent as well? Oh, yeah, all of it. Wow. 
Yeah, there was pretty much everything going on back in the day. And not just EC, not just ECW either. It was everywhere. No. It was prevalent in all the big companies, all indies. Well, that's what I was kind of wondering. When it comes to you guys both had time in WCW and obviously in ECW, how would you compare the locker rooms when it comes to or when it came to people openly using or being very cavalier about what they have on them? It seemed like ECW might have been a little bit more open, a little bit more casual. Was WCW a little bit more hidden or was it just about the same? Depending on uh, who you talk to. Yeah. ECW was very, it was much more in the open. Oh, yeah. Like, you'd have to, nobody was really hiding right. it. You know, because the boss didn't really care. He didn't, he didn't really get involved in all that. You know, so it was kind of like, you had the guys who would do the somas and the guys who would smoke pot, Nubane, cocaine, drink like fishes, you know, something for everybody. <laughs> Almost, you know, but. You'd have to worry about hiding it because there, it, it, there was no negative stigma really with it. Like, oh, we're going to get in trouble. This, you know, nobody gave a shit. Where in WCW, it was more, it was around, you know, but it wasn't quite in the open. You know, if you, if you were in the right clique, you'd hear about it or with the right people, but it wasn't just blatant in front of everybody. That would be something that would probably happen back at a hotel or would that still happen in the locker oh, room? Oh, yeah. It might happen in the locker room, but it was, you know, on the down low. Around the corner, hush, hush, on the down low. Very right. good. That's got to be a tough thing to, you know, once you're done, you know, with performing and you're done wrestling and, and your body still has those, those aches and pains and those nagging injuries to want to go back to something like that, right? It depends on... Uh... I think it depends on each individual person and what their DNA makeup is. Because there's, you know, a lot of people who are more susceptible, susceptible to being addicted to certain drugs than other people. So I think it all depends on each individual person. Like, I'm at the point now where my body hurts. But I don't want to take anything aside from, like, ibuprofen or Tylenol. Right. I try not to take anything. Because I don't want to get into the position where I'm like, okay, here we go. 45 years old and taking Vicodin or something for injuries that happened 20 years ago. That, and I like to be able to poop on a regular basis. <laughs> yeah. So there you go. Then you're straining, <laughs> then you get the hemorrhoidal effect. <laughs> then, you know, it becomes a messy situation altogether. Oh, yeah. Do you guys think the... Uh, what happened? Prolapsed anus. <laughs> Prolapsed anus. My rectum fell out. God damn, look at that. God <laughs> Oh, I don't remember eating that. <laughs> do you guys think the the wellness policy that WWE has, do you think that is something that they legitimately are wanting to do for people? Or do you think in some ways it's more of a of a show type of thing? I think when the company went public that they had to really clean up their act and change a lot of things. That's my opinion. Indeed. Because I don't, I don't want to say it. I know. It's, you know, it, it, it's, <laughs> I mean, that's, you it's know, interesting just, when you look at it from a fan perspective, because just for me, not being on the inside, it, it almost looks like, yeah, you're doing it because you want to see people do well, but it also kind of looks like a, 
kind of a grandiose statement. You know what I mean? Like, oh, look what we're doing. We're looking after you. And I don't know. Well, now they do look after the wrestlers a lot better than they used to. I mean, even with injuries and stuff. Be interesting to get. Uh, you think you think Hack would go uh, full open in a conversation about uh, his trials and tribulations with different things during his time in wrestling? Hack doesn't ever really censor anything, right? From what I know, it. I don't know what he says going to say publicly, but even but just talking to him, you know, he, he's pretty much an open the book. book. He'll, he'll tell you pretty much. But anything. he seems yeah, like he's just, honest just, about it too. He doesn't seem like he's he's going to bullshit you from the interviews that he, I've seen. Was, would that oh, be a pretty fair assessment? Yeah, he is. Why should he BS you? Right. You know, he's he's that type of guy. He's always been that type of guy. Yeah. yeah when I, when I think I don't have a filter, and then I hear him, I'm going, "Well, I might have a little filter." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's different levels of filter. There's you know Jerry, who's who's pretty honest and straightforward. Then you have Sandman, who's pretty fucking open. Shane Douglas, and then you have New Jack. <laughs> Who's a completely whole nother one? <laughs> he gives zero fucks. He's going to tell you whatever's on his mind. Wow. Uh, so ECW, basically, what you're saying is it would not exist in 2019. That'd be rough. No. Yeah. Because it was very well. One of my favorite ECW shirts said, uh, "Put a politically incorrect and damn proud of it." And that's what it was, very politically incorrect. So you wouldn't, you know, it wouldn't do well today. No, you can't say anything off color now. And I said the D word, I'm going to be in big trouble. What, Democrat? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wait. I wish I'm going to get pinched or something tomorrow. I have had some people on social media hit me up and ask me questions if we would ever discuss... Nicole Bass. I miss Nicole. She was a sweetheart. And the questions were kind of like... Biggest clit I've ever kicked. The what? (laughs) Biggest clit I've ever kicked. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) Did you hurt your foot? I did. Oh, my God. I did. Jeez. We did the the angle where... uh, It was at Asbury Park. I don't know which show it was. But I had the, the, the big knee brace on and the crutches. And I had to come to the ring with, with Dreamer and PJ's match, I think. And I I kicked Nicole, but I had that leg brace on, so I really couldn't, you know, it, I couldn't I couldn't post well and kick very good. So I kicked her right in the crotch. Oh, no. Like, it hurt my foot a little bit. I'm like, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> and then, well, because I felt bad. I'm like, ooh, that had to hurt a little bit. Oh. And then I gave her the stunner. Let me get back. Mike, <laughs> you kicked me right in the clip. I said, yep, all eight inches. <laughs> <laughs> And she laughed and she hugged me because I, you know, we had that, yeah, Herman Monster. But, you know, it was, it was funny. I can get, I, you know, would joke around with her that way a little bit because she knows I was, you know, I was, I was her friend. So it wasn't like me being, it was like me busting Jerry's balls. Right. You know, like no big deal. And I was busting Nicole Bass's balls. <laughs> yeah, she was, she was a sweetheart. And I got to give her the nut shot in that match with Justin. And the crowd popped like there was no tomorrow. Wow. Oh, it was crazy. They, like, they would like, literally think that you kicked her in the yeah, balls. Yeah, it's like, it was great. Uh, it was easy. 
And then I, after I gave her the nut shot, I chair shotted her across the back. And I felt bad. She told me afterwards, she says, that chair shot was kind of hard. And I thought, man, she had lats that were so wide. She she was like a human hang glider. I was like, I didn't think I could hurt her. She was well put together. She was. She was a former bodybuilder, correct? Yep. And the reason why people were asking me is because they don't really know a whole lot about her. She's not a character that a lot of people have a lot of back story about. I mean, they knew that she was in WWE. They knew that she was in ECW, but there's not a whole lot about her. Well, didn't, wasn't she first on Howard Stern a lot? She, I think she was Mikey. part of the whack pack. Yeah. Yeah. But I felt was. bad for her because yeah. they would just bring her on there just to make fun of her. Yep. See, she came around and she wanted to get involved in wrestling, but she never, she didn't, she never, she didn't go through any training. You know, she, she came down to the ECW school and we would show her kind of what you need to know. You know, just here's a body slam, here's a bear hug, here's some stuff you need to know. And she never started from the bottom and the ground up and learned. So she was never given the opportunity to get better. You know, so she came to ECW, kind of Paul did what, he kind of did with her. And then she went to WWF and, you know, without, without the background and knowing what you're doing and not having the, the chance to get better, you're, you're not going to do very well. So they, they kind of used her for what they did. And then that was kind of it. So when it comes to a situation like that, she was, she was more of an attraction, obviously just to see her. And I think that's probably what Paul was looking at. Something that the audience could kind of, I, don't, I hate to say gawk at, but, for lack of a better word, that's probably what it, w- it was a freak type of thing, right? Right. And that he wasn't necessarily I mean, concerned. I say that, but that's. Well, I don't want to see that you know, in a derogatory way, but. No, but she was with, with PJ and with Jason. And Chastity. With Chastity. So she was bigger than all right. of them. <laughs> you know, and being that she was a girl, you know, it was just, it was definitely an odd visual. I wanted her that night to uh, overhead press me. And we tried in the back, and she just—I mean, she had the strength, but she just couldn't get the balance down. So finally, right. she said, "Just pick me up like a fireman carry." And she picked me up like it was nothing. She wow. she was really strong. Did I tell you the story with Dreamer and the press slam with Tony Atlas? No. So they were on a loop for the Savoldis, and Dreamer was working with Tony Atlas. So the first night, they see Tony says to him, "Hey, Tommy, can you get up for the?" You know, for the press slam? Yeah. And he's like, yeah, I can get up, no problem. Okay. So the first night he gets up there, he gets the, you know, the, the his arms were up straight by his head, but he couldn't get his ass up. <laughs> and Tony, Tony struggled to get him up, right? <laughs> he puts him down, right? Uh, you know, next night, you know, hey, Tommy, you can, do you think you can get up for the, you know, the press slam time? Yeah, I can get up. Are you sure this time? Yeah, no problem, no problem. So Dreamer goes, he gets up, he boosts, you know, posts on his, on his arm. He gets his head straight. You know, but he can't get his ass <laughs> What the fuck? <laughs> so the, the third night now, he goes to Tommy. Tony goes to Tommy. He goes, Tommy, can, can, we're gonna, you're going to get up tonight. He goes, oh, I'm definitely going to get up tonight. He goes, okay. So Tony picks, pick, goes for the press slam. He gets Dreamer. He gets his, his arm straight. Tony sticks his finger up Dreamer's ass. Dreamer goes fucking pin straight. He got up no problem that night. <laughs> That's the secret, huh? That's the secret. If they're, yeah. if they're a little heavy on just you. Just check the prostate. 
just check the prostate. They'll they'll straighten oh, up like a pit, like a board. That reminds me, we wrestled in Kissimmee, Florida, at the some agriculture center. I think we called it. Oh, I don't. I can't remember what we called it. Uh, what was the one in San Francisco called? The Cow ah, Palace. Yeah, we uh, called it the Kissimmee Cow Palace. Well, we, uh, Tommy and I were tagging against uh, Justin and Lance, and Justin does the spot, or uh, Tommy does the spot with Justin, where he's sitting in the chair in the middle of the ring. And Justin would keep charging him and feed him for a hip toss and an arm drag and whatever. Well, he comes for the third one. And right before Justin gets there for the third bump, the chair flattens out beneath Tommy. <clears throat> Tommy <laughs> just looks at me and he goes, I've got a fat ass. <laughs> and, uh, you can see Lance hiding his face in the turnbuckle in the opposite corner. You can see his whole body just wiggling up and down because he's laughing so hard and he's trying to kayfabe. And I, I felt bad that night, but I, I started the, the, the "you fat f" chant. I just started chanting it, and I, I couldn't help it. <laughs> but it was one of the funniest things. I could just see Tommy sitting there. I have a fat. <laughs> Oh, oh my God! <laughs> I really want a fucking Girl Scout cookie. Don't do it. You know what you got to get is those one bars. You can get them at Walmart. You can get them uh, GNC, but they're just called one bars. O n e. You know why they call you know why they call one bars? Because they fucking taste like shit. You can no, eat these one. actually <laughs> don't taste too bad. They got blueberry ones. They got ones with the coconut and almond, so it's like an almond joy. They've got oh. some good cinnamon roll ones. I prefer mounds. Well, you're going to have to do with two or three almonds on it. Because almond joy's got nuts. Mounds, mounds don't. don't. Oh, boy. So when is your next cheat day, though? You, you had a cheat day when you went to the hockey game, and that was a while ago. Have you had one since? Yeah, the night my wife took uh, the baby to the hospital. She was there for over, over five hours. Oh, my God. Sunday night. So I, she, I'm going to admit, admit this publicly, she picked up McDonald's on the way home. Oh, what, did you, what did you have? McDonald's. <laughs> oh, McDonald's. my. But it's okay. I'm, I'm back on the wagon. Good. One, one night's not going to hurt you. No. No. So that the, I, they, they, I hate when people say, I fell off the wagon. No, you didn't fall off. You made the choice to unbuckle the seatbelt, <laughs> and you jumped. If, and at that point, I was, I was nervous because his temperature hit like almost 105. Oh, wow, gosh. So I was, and I was freaking out. And we couldn't get him to take any medicine because we'd give him the ibuprofen, and he'd spit it all out. Right. <sighs> so I'm trying to just take my fingers and just kind of scoop it back into his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> just so we take the fucking you're giving him the mandible claw <laughs> I was trying to get, take it you know cause covered in ibuprofen cause I, cause I was just freaking out you know he's gotta take this fucking medicine go taste like grape damn it he's gonna he's gonna he's gonna puke <laughs> it, it it tastes like Jerry's uh, cough syrup he had that one when you were in the car yes. which time in my car the time you were in my car Oh, yeah. That stuff wasn't bad. What flavor was it? Grape? I think it smelled like Yeah, grape. it was grape. Yeah, that stuff. I wanted some. I know. A little Caesar up. <laughs> That's it. 
and your uh, mm. what do you call your fancy cup? It's fancy cup. Your, My fancy cup. What yeah. are you talking about? Like little Wayne has. What do they call them? I forget what. Who? What? Never mind. Jerry, you're 46 and white. Still trying to be cool. <laughs> I'm, no, I, <laughs> little Wayne. <laughs> Quote little Wayne. <laughs> no, what do they call him? What is that? A crunk juice or something? They got I don't know. Fo fo shizzle boo. Crunk <laughs> <laughs> <What>? juice. <laughs> okay. We can t- Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh uh, my. Oh my. I remember when AJ would run away, we'd all be yelling at uh, TNA. You know what Pam knows? What's that? What does Pam know? She knows, like... She knows Dr. Dre? Oh, she knows... She, she had the cassette of Two Live Crew. Nice. Remember when that came out? I do. Welcome to the... You know. We're not We're not going to get along. <laughs> oh, and then she listens to um, <laughs> Too Short. I mean, all this... That's what my wife calls me in the bedroom. And I, I tell... <laughs> I hope she's talking about your height. That's what, oh, I am short. And not your length. <laughs> so, <sorry>, if, <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. No. Uh, <laughs> no, yes, move on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Jerry talking uh, about Little Wayne and two live crew. Guys, and too you, short can't, you and, can't make this shit up. Well, I didn't know she knew all those hardcore rap songs. It was like all of a sudden she's rattling off all these lyrics to me. And then I, I'll, I'll, since she works in another department at work, I'll call her in. I'll go, here, sing this song for my boss. And we, we have a blast. She knows I'll have Pam rattle off some of these songs to her, and she's just in shock. It's funny just to see the look on her face because she knows these songs. Gloria Gaynor? What, what was her hit? I don't know. It's Raining Men or some shit. No, know. it's not her. Was it I Will Survive? Gloria. Was that Gloria Gaynor? Hold on. How do we jump yes, from Two Life Crew to Gloria yes, Gaynor? Siri. Because I'm retarded. <laughs> you got to be careful what you say to Siri. It, 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 it is I Will Survive. See, that was my roller skating days when I was in junior high. It will be I Will Survive and Never Say Goodbye. Never Say Goodbye. And then let me know. And that's like the guests that wouldn't leave. And I am. I am what I am. Oh, did you know you can tell Siri to play front row material and it should work? It should cue us up? What now? Yeah. Not even kidding you. Somebody told me that. Say that again. I was listening to Siri. You should be able to tell Siri to play front row material podcast and she should cue it straight up. Oh, awesome. Seriously? Yeah. Well, hey, try it. See what happens. Siri. I'm listening. Play front row material. It worked. Okay. Boom. Front row material with Jerry Lynn and Mikey Whipwreck podcast oh. coming up. Podcast anywhere fine podcasts are made available. Okay, no. They know that. They know that. Every. It worked. Obviously. Yeah. How do I turn it off? How do I turn this thing off? Where's the plane from? There. Okay, it works. All right. Yeah, I got nothing. What do you mean you got nothing? All right. <laughs> hey. 
Come again? Yeah, you don't hang up. Goodbye. No, don't hang up. We're not. Bye. Hello? The rule of the this is ridiculous. Oh, there it is. Okay. I figured, hey, it works. It I know, does. mine worked too. Yeah. Did you think I was full of shit? Hey, yes. Siri. Thank you. Siri. I'm listening. You're a fucking cunt. <laughs> I don't know how to respond to that. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Siri. Hey, Siri. <clears throat> Go fuck your ass. Jeez. I don't know how to respond to that. <laughs> you, well, need, you get a few ribs you, removed. Ho hold it. You need you, to do you, the Iron Sheik to Siri. Can we Can we get one of those? Hold on. No. That's right. Siri. Hey, Siri. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Siri. <laughs> You're a big... <laughs> I said, fuck your ass. <laughs> Old country way. With the chip runs up. No. Nothing. Oh. Brazil's partner. Who is that? <laughs> Jerry Lee. <laughs> no, it wasn't him. <laughs> you try Tigger Shiki Baby. Uh -huh. Oh, my God. If you were, and <clears throat> in, in, you can either choose to name names or... Or say anonymous. If you were going to pick a crew to go with you, a five people, who would be with you on Sniffer's Row? Oh, God. Oh, jeez. Well, that's a tough question. <clears throat> was there anybody who was like, oh, that's a given? Well, I'd have to take Mikey. Okay. I don't know. I'm not a strip club guy. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Mikey, have you been on Sniffer's Row with Jerry? But, no, I have not. You have not. Okay. 100% truth. No. But I don't like spending money in those places, and drinks are way too expensive, so it's a waste of time to me. So well, who... Years and years ago, in 1990, I worked in one... Me and X-Pac, we worked in one together in Minneapolis. God, and we need to get him on here. It, it, that, trust me, it's not very glamorous at all. If I wanted to spend money and be ignored by a woman, I'd just stay home. <laughs> You'd take her to the mall, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sniffers rose me on the ground searching for coins. <laughs> searching through the fountain that everyone tosses their pennies into. Oh, God. So we're at the part of the show right now where we normally would go into some uh, listener questions. Jerry Lynn, do you have any listener questions that you have? Okay, let me get my glass. I got to get my readers on. Okay, Sam at Sam Caruso Jr. says, Hey, Mikey Whipwreck, saw this on Little Guido's Instagram page. Could you please explain this on an episode? And it was you with that flaming torch chasing Guido. That was Mikey Whipwreck and his fabulous flaming stick of doom. <laughs> I love the name. <laughs> I don't know why I decided to do that. I'm, they were beating up to Jerry, and I had to come make the save. Probably because you didn't want to blow your finger off with the little flame thing. This was before that. Oh, maybe. really? Yeah. So I just remember. I just remember going to Paul. No, I did it once with balls. 
in Connecticut. And I think Jimmy yelled at me for not posing with the stick after I used it. So they wanted a visual, something with fire. And I said, well, the fucking fireball thing, I've done it already. I said, you know, maybe like a flaming torch. And Paul goes, I love it. So I I had to think how to make a flaming torch. So I just took a two-by-four and a rag, like a towel and a rag, and just wrapped it with with, with wire. And then uh, covered it in lighter fluid, set it on fire. Said, fuck it, here we go. Well, so then we did it. We did it again with Guido. I did it again. I think this was in Virginia, somewhere. And I said, Guido. I said, this time when I come out, I'm going to hit you in the back with it. And he looked at me like, "What?" I go, "It'll be fine. Trust me." I said, "I'm a professional." <laughs> I'm a <laughs> professional. <laughs> and he goes, uh, "Mike, uh, I don't know." Uh, uh, are you sure about uh, Let me just talk to Dreamer about this I said Oh it's all good I already talked to him Ah uh, Well uh, I said We know it'll be fine uh, Come on Mike And then And then he And then he And then he went To the ring And I, and I said Tajiri goes uh, You'd I, You'd come out I go Oh yeah Fabulous flaming stick of dew He went uh, Okay And I remember Dreamer, Dreamer went Don't kill him don't set him on fire. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> and I, 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 <laughs> I remember running down to the ring, and when I, when I ran to the ring, some of the fire blew back at my face. I'm like, oh fuck, that sucks. So I remember sliding into the ring, and I remember going, oh god, Mike. <laughs> and then we did. I hit him with it, and then everything was fine. He got like a little poof on his. Uh, when he got hit with it, but it went right out. <laughs> but yeah, I was like, oh my God, Mike. Like, come on, Mike. I can hear Guido saying that. <laughs> I don't know why he calls me Mike. <laughs> you had him very nervous, apparently. <laughs> but he always, he, he calls me Mike all the time. He's like, hey, Mike. <laughs> it's just kind of funny. Wow. Yeah. He was very nervous. Well, I just talked to him yesterday, so he said he'd do the show, so I can't wait to hear his version of this story. <laughs> Yeah. Well, what are you fucking crazy, Mike? <laughs> oh my god. Uh, he was a good sport. He, I mean, he always he he never said no to anything. He was so so easy. That's funny. He had huge feet. He did, <laughs> and he was a big runner too. Yep. He was always he go to the treadmill and just go yeah. and go and go. He was always lean. He always had a set of abs. That prick. Right? <laughs> he used to be fat, though, he said. Yeah, that's what he always said that. But I never you know, he saw came, that. He, he came ECW in 95, maybe. And he was, no, he wasn't fat. But, you know, he definitely was heavier. Who do you guys know in the industry who was fat? And then you were like, holy shit, you really got yourself in shape. Mr. Hughes. Yeah. Bubba Ray Dudley? Mikey. Yeah. Yeah. Mikey Whitbrook on March 24th. Yeah. <laughs> Dan the man. <laughs> no. <I'm just> <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Dan, Dan the man. Yes. 
Jesus Christ. Mikey. What? You're Dan the man's B. <laughs> what? Don't have the same delivery, does it? No. I'm, you say like stupid. Mikey, okay. you're going to go over there and you're going to tell Chris Benoit <laughs> that you're Dan the man's boo. <laughs> <laughs> You're Dan the man's bizzo. <laughs> wow. Uh. <sighs> Mikey, do you have any questions for many listeners that uh, are, are dying to hear a response from you? Nope. Blocked. Well, you, you block everyone. Is there <laughs> any message you would like to tell people, things that they should steer clear of? So they don't get blocked by Mikey Whipwreck because obviously there are people out there who know they're blocked now, but, but anything they shouldn't say. Yeah. Fat fuck <laughs> in a very aggressive way. <laughs> With a picture of Bastion okay, I, Booger. <laughs> they're definitely going to know who they are now. We completely described the tweet that was sent. Well, it's kind of like. Listen, first of all, Bastion Booger's passed away. True. So has Bam Bam has passed away. Yes. And I just found it to be insulting. Right. Well, because you were insulted. I just didn't, you know, I'm all for good natured ribbing. Right. But when you say someone, you fat fuck. (laughs) Not good. I heard the I heard the tone in his voice. (laughs) There was no ha ha involved. Or if someone makes a nasty comment about a friend of yours, that's also not good. Oh, why they said something about me? No, not not you. <clears throat> even though you know about someone that's a friend of yours, they shouldn't do that either. Be Brian Bray. Well, I don't care about. I don't care about that. Uh, uh, Tommy Dreamer about Tommy Dreamer. Oh, this was your well, that was your second block of the weekend. Oh, here's- <laughs> no, he was blocked already. He was blocked already, that guy. How is Here's he? Another, how would, uh, I, that was the guy that called me the fat, broken fuck. Right. I understand that. And then, and they, and then he said something about Dreamer being fat. Right. But he was already blocked. I didn't know he was already pre-blocked because. Oh, he was, oh, he was blocked already from calling me a broken okay. fat Well, fuck. then okay. how did you, how did you see that comment then on Twitter? Some, somebody said it to me. Oh, okay. I think, gotcha. I think Matt said it to me. I think he wanted to fire me up. If you guys are enjoying what we are doing here, then please go ahead and support. Fat chance. <laughs> support the show you can go on over to the show's website that's over at frmpod.com it's got everything you're going to want to need you can find out all of our designs where to get the shirts how to reach out to us if you have any questions that's the one-stop shop for everything front row material that's great i still love the drop pie that's awesome mm-hmm. the whippersnapper cookies do I look Those like, are delicious, by the way. Do I look like a Rosenthal? That's fantastic. I love that. Wow. And you can get these in all different things. You can get hoodies. You can get zip-ups. You can get fleeces. You can get what they call the baseball T-shirt as T-shirts, well. T-shirts, mugs, condoms. <laughs> condoms? It's with Mikey's face on the tip. <laughs> I'm extra small. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh. Uh, if uh, if you would like to go ahead and follow the boys, you can do that by going on to Twitter. You can follow Mikey Whipwreck at Mikey Whipwreck underscore. Or if you'd like to follow Jerry Lynn, you can follow him at It's Jerry Lynn. And once again, you can follow the show at FRM Pod. Go ahead, follow us. 
interact with us. Let us know what you think about the show. And by the all means, share with, share some of our tweets as well. Let people get the word out about the program and what you like and what you would like to hear because we are all about giving you what you want. See, here's the problem now with fucking Twitter. Let me fucking tell you. Oh, God. So I try to be nice <laughs> and follow everybody, right? Well, now I have no idea what the fuck is going on because by the time I look at a tweet, by the time I go back to it, there's 13,000 more of them. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> I've gone completely screwed the pooch on this. You tried to steal Jerry's gimmick about getting people to follow, and he's really, really widened that lead, by the way, Jerry. What? Mikey has? Oh, oh it's getting What's pretty What's he got wide. now? Mikey, how many you got right now? I don't know. Oh, my God. Hold on. Let me pull it up here. Mikey Whipwreck. Are you kidding me? He's got 11,800 followers. Oh, jeez. 11,800 followers. And he's following 10,000. <laughs> no wonder. He stole Jerry's fucking gimmick. Yeah, but That's look at what mine. he's doing. Everyone who says something about Mikey, he just fucking follows him. Look at mine and tell me, and then compare the ratios. All right, let's see what we got here. It's Jerry Lynn. Uh, Michael Shipwreck. Holy cow. Jerry's got 10,600. Now, how many so, am I following? Well, 11,800 minus 10,600. I mean, no. I'm not a little Mr. Oh. Professor here, but. Remember how many he was following? Oh, you're following 4,899 people. And He's following 10,000. There you go. <laughs> oh, my God. Cheater? He's following everybody. <laughs> what a cheater. He just started following Dan the man. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm his bitch. I have to follow him. Oh, oh my gosh. Oh, shit. Oh, anyway, hey, Iron Sheik posted a, a nice, uh, what's the word? Inspirational message. He tweeted a inspirational message. Mikey, says, will you read that in the voice of the Sheik? Yes. Do you see it? No. It says, stay focused, go after your dreams. Otherwise, go F yourself. <laughs> Is that for an inspirational message? Oh, my God. <laughs> this guy is tremendous. Put, there was another one he put it one time. said, do not die and have the regret of not telling enough people to go fuck themselves. <laughs> oh, my God. Why doesn't he have, like, uh, his own line of, uh, like, cards, like, greeting cards? And it's just the Iron Sheik on the cover and then his quote on the back. I think that would sell well. It would. Hold on. I want to find Fuck some. the paper mache. Especially, you know, just divorced cards or something like that. I just got three middle fingers in a text message from Jerry Lynn. No one's going to believe that. Are you kidding oh. me? Oh, Would no I one's going to believe that? it? Not till I screenshot it. Oh, geez. My goodness. All right, guys. That's why I hate it, social media. This, this, this is, this There's is an always awesome. evidence. We've gone far enough. Yeah, you claimed that I had some type of bath video going on, and that never happened. So, oh, really? whatever. Yeah, there's no evidence of that either. Oh, really? So if you would like to go ahead and follow the guys. Oh, I have proof. I've given have you proof. all the information. Go on over to our website. They have all the merchandise that you can get. Go ahead and support the boys as well. Jerry just had some interesting news that broke over the weekend about some appearances he'll be at. So if you are going to be heading out to Las Vegas, the beautiful oh, here we go. Las Vegas, here Nevada, we go. Mr. Jerry Lynn will be appearing at StarCast. Woo so yes. Jerry Lynn officially got the phone call. 
Mm-hmm. And uh, he will be at StarCast. Breaking news on June the 29th. Yes. I hope I pronounce this right. Is that Sedalia, Sedalia, Missouri? Missouri. Yeah. At the convention hall, both Kid Cash and Jerry Lynn will be appearing live. Both these superstars are ECW originals and have also competed for WWE and TNA and various other promotions around the globe. We are honored to have both of them here. By the way, much love to Kid Cash as well. Good dude. I've interacted with him as well. He said he will come on the show. So support Kid Cash, support Jerry Lynn, and support New Breed Wrestling. June 29th. Should be a good time. I heard the building's got a lot of history in it, so I always love buildings like that. Well, with you showing up, it's going to have a ton of history. Oh, very the, funny. Uh, it'll have an artifact in there, right? Very funny. The freedom <laughs> mic. If anybody would like to go ahead and book Mikey Whipwreck or Jerry Lynn, what is the best way to go ahead and get a hold of you guys? Just go ahead and inquire through the website, or should they hit you up personally? That depends. If you're going to fucking lowball me, treat me like a fucking jabroni. Don't even bother. <laughs> Just say, that's true. Yeah. And get the plane ticket in our name, not Rosenthal. <laughs> yeah. No Keep air practice. mattresses here. Just hotels. No, I guess through the website or, or on Twitter, DM us. DM the guys. Let them know. You guys would like to bring them out to your event at your wrestling promotion by all means they are taking bookings as we speak dates are limited please get a hold of them as early as possible and if you would like to go ahead and you're interested in having mikey and jerry for a live show by all means let us know i think it would be a lot of fun going down the road with mikey and jerry and maybe we might be able to get some other ecw friends as well to come along we'll have a good time we'll talk about things that we can't talk about here because it won't be recorded that's going to do it for this week's episode. For Jerry Lynn, for Mikey Whipwreck, I am Mike Freeland. We will catch you next week on Front Pro Material. The world of NLW Radio never stops. 